Hi, I'm Scott, and you're listening to the Johnson Street Church of Christ podcast. This is a little interesting. It's not a sermon. It's not a a behind-the-sermon podcast. This is primarily a podcast uh, designed so that you, the listener, can get to know our staff. And today I have got a very special guest. He is one of the oldest, he's one of the most experienced staff members, should I say oldest, uh, Brian Elliott. Hello, Brian. Hi, Scott. I know this is odd because we have offices right next door to each other, um, but I'm here to ask you some questions. Okay. Okay, so we have lots of people in our congregation who daily wonder, what in the world do these people do up at the church? You know, most people think we only work a day a week. Right. Right? So what I thought we could do is just spend the next couple of minutes just kind of letting people know what it is exactly you do. So let's start this way. Um, tell us who you are, how long you've been going to this church, or maybe how long you've been on staff, and then we'll go from there. Okay. How does that sound? Um, so my name is Brian Elliott. Um, I've actually been at Johnson Street since 1989. We moved here in... Um, February of 1989, and I went to work for the West Texas Boys Ranch, and my wife, Larissa, uh, finished up her degree at ASU, and uh, we placed our membership here and were just active as members for uh, about three years or four before we ended up going to the mission field and then coming back, and that's when I uh, got on staff. Okay, so so you were just members for a little while? Yep. And then you decided to... And we got involved in different things. We worked a lot with the youth group and um, were involved with some classes and whatnot. But um, and then we, when we went to the mission field, when we came back, uh, I was the one who got Rush Street Ministries off the ground. So that started out as a Christian service center, uh, and it's now what we know as Rush Street Ministries. So how long were you in? You were in Uruguay. We were in Uruguay. We were there for three years, from nineteen ninety-three, uh, June of ninety-three to June of ninety-six. Were your children born there, or were they born here? I uh, had one born before we left, one born while we were there, and one born right after we got back. Wow! So two of your children could be president. Uh, yes. The other one, no, no the shot. Other one, no, right at all. Exactly. Well, that's sad. They, they could be president of Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something. But so, so you were over there for three years. So. Whenever you started working at Rust Street, it was brand new, it was, and they decided to just expand it. It well, it was uh, it was the beginning of a, uh, a dream, I guess. There was we had a, we uh, got had a building, we had a bunch of clothes, and we were just going to start opening up and kind of get the word out that we were there to help people in need. Okay, and then you were the first person. Who decided to head that up, or they they chose to head uh, they, that up? Yeah, they chose me. I, I it, um, did you volunteer, no, or were I you voluntold? I was voluntold. <laughs> it was a great thing after it was all said and done, but um, it was uh, not exactly what I had in mind when we came back from Uruguay. But uh, looking back. Uh, it was definitely what God had in mind. Right, right. So you know, whenever Shelly and I talk, we. Uh, we kind of uh, have a nickname for you, and that's that's like the, I don't know, who said Swiss Army knife. Oh. You're like the Swiss Army person of this place. You're there's you're a triple threat. That's what Shelly calls you, because you can do everything. Is this is this because of everything you've had to do? I mean, uh, 
maybe. I <laughs> just I seem to be some, um, maybe a, a little, ade- what is it, a jack of all trades, there master you go. of none? Yeah, because you can um, sing, you can you can preach, you can teach class, you can write curriculum, you can head a big organization like Rust Street. Mm-hmm. What can't you do, my, my friend? Um, can you play golf? I can't read music. <laughs> but I you can, can sing. I can, I can hit the ball, <laughs> but I can sing, yes. <laughs> Um, That's funny. Preaching is not my favorite thing, but I can do it when I need to. Okay, so how long have you been a counselor? Because you're a counselor, too. Yes. I uh, got my degree in August of 88. Uh-huh. I didn't become officially licensed until um, 97. On one, uh, on one, I have two licenses. I became licensed as an LPC in 97 and as a marriage and family therapist in 98. Okay, okay. And so you've been counseling ever so, since. Right. So how much... Well, have, it, yeah. Does, and that factors into this job here? Uh, about uh, 30%, okay. maybe. That that was one of the things that um, uh, the elders were very willing and open to, uh, for that to be a part of my job description, even over at Rush Street, was, was to, to be available to counsel anybody on you know based on their ability, whether they could pay or not right so it's been a ministry of the church since um basically since 1996 wow that's great and a lot of churches don't have that a lot of churches no, yeah no not very many and and you find that there's a big need for that here oh yeah i get well there's just a, there's a lot of um there's there's a portion of the population that just doesn't have even though they may have insurance they don't have the funds to be able to pay somebody that's in private practice and so it makes it a little bit easier on them. Yeah. So are you saying that that we here in West Texas are a little bit more needy in the counseling no, area? No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would just say that. How many ministers have you counseled over the last 30 years? Uh, oh, I, I don't you know. probably don't want to say that, do you? <laughs> I'd have to. There's, so, been a, there's been a few in there. So it's almost 30 years. You've almost been here for 30 years. I know. It's, it's hard to believe sometimes. Now, this the staff, you should just be you, right? Everything that you did. I'm just kidding. Because oh. there was so much you did. You did a lot of things there for a little while, and you had to let some of that go, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So and I've been more than happy to let some things go at time, but so I've missed it. <laughs> tell me, what is it, if you could describe to the person who's on row eight, who doesn't come very often, they're maybe here once, twice a month, what is it that you do every day? Okay. Uh, well, part of my job is administrative, so I oversee um, our uh, financial um, uh, going, going-ons. Yeah. Uh, Gina's our bookkeeper. Uh, but everything as far as approving things to be done or uh, money to be spent or things along that line, that tends to go through me and through the admin team of the elders. Um, uh, sort of a facilities manager, anything that has to do with the, with the plant, the physical plant. Uh, like if a window gets broken. If a window gets broken. I mean, Hector, our janitor, takes care of a lot of it, but there's some things that... Uh, he'll come to me and we'll work together on, or I'll get initiated and then turn it over to him. Like, let's say the steeple just crashes down to the ground. That's uh, your responsibility. That would be my responsibility to figure out, okay, what do we do next? <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, uh, of course, I, I spend a, a good bit of time writing curriculum 
uh, for our adult classes, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Sunday morning, and then occasionally if I'm teaching on Wednesday night, um, I, I do teaching. So uh, if I'm uh, going to be leading singing or worship, then you know I'll, I'll work on getting songs together. Uh, if I'm going to preach, I'll work on putting a sermon together. Um, but uh, m- most of it is is spent in in adult education preparation, the counseling, and the administrative. Gotcha. I think that pretty well covers it. Good. Good. Okay. So, so whenever it comes to additional things, mm-hmm. you know, because I also saw you running sound for the uh, junior high graduation ceremony. You do a lot of that too. Well, it, when I when I. Yes, when I'm when I can or when I'm needed, or when you have to. When I have to, I'm not very adept. At, that's one of the things I'm not super adept at, and I, it's a little nerve wracking at times. But um, I'm familiarizing myself with it a little bit better and feel a little more confident. What I like about you, man, is that you have this way about you where you know everybody, and you um, everybody feels like they know you, and so you you have a relatability and a connectability is that a good way to to put it yeah. with people that 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 not everybody has and and I know that you're in the office a lot but I also know that you're out you're doing things you you are talking with people all the time how have you felt this church have you seen this church grow over the last 30 years or so what is what are some ways that that you've seen you know God work in this congregation how about maybe one thing? If there's one. If there's one area, I know this is not what you're expecting to answer. Well, I mean, I think we've definitely grown. Um, certainly grown spiritually. I think we've matured spiritually, um, and, and I um, that based on the fact that I, I, I we kind of always have been, but I think we're becoming even more. Um, loving and accepting and opening our arms up to uh, people no matter where they've been where they come from um, we um, so yeah I would say that's probably in the last 30 years uh, definitely a, a much more um, open and, and inviting and accepting yeah. congregation yeah well I feel it I feel it Shelly and I felt that whenever we we first got here but but I think, you know, a lot of times the, the congregation in some ways kind of takes on the, uh, I will say, some they'll take on some traits of their leaders. Mm-hmm. And I see that that's not just the elders. I mean, you have people who are here all the time, and, and that's the staff. And, and so I see that a lot. I see that a lot. So, so Larissa, she's, she's pretty active. She's, she's kind of connected here, mm-hmm. you know, just like you, isn't she? And um, I see both of y'all working alongside people throughout the week and and on Sundays and um, and so I guess you know whenever whenever you think about what it is that that you do, would you kind of encapsulate it in just a nutshell by saying how what 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 would you say? You're you're are you like a caretaker are you like the the people person are you i can be a people person (laughs) that's not people are going to think they're going to be surprised at this (laughs) 
it's not one of my more favorite things to do. I, I, I I've come to be the go-to guy, and and uh, which is okay most of the time. Sometimes I wish there was somebody else, but um, but you know I'll I go to the hospitals. I'll go visit somebody at the nursing home. I'll go to somebody's house. It, uh, I don't know if that. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of wherever you need me, here right. I am, Lord, you know, send me right. sort of thing. Um, not quite omnipresent, but no, you're close. No, but well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, you've been here a while and, you know, I, I think over the last several years, as you guys have been kind of looking for a senior minister, y'all have kind of been in transition you know, what I see and what I've heard is that your stability, your presence here has been huge for the, for this church, you know, as they've, as they've, they've stayed the course and it's kind of made it through some difficult times. Mm. And I think it's important. And, um, thanks. So, yeah, I think that that's good. And, and my, my really big question that I have is, is, um, out of all the elders, who's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't need to answer that. No. No, that's okay. Well, maybe someone will answer it in the <laughs> coming podcast. But is there anything else you'd like to say? I mean, this is this is not supposed to be really deep or anything, but we just wanted the people to get to know you a little better. So nothing. I, I, no, any words of wisdom that you have for our for our our um, listeners right now? Just one simple sentence that's going to take us to the finish line. Uh, a passage in Romans, I believe it says, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with one another. And that is one thing that I really strive to do. Of course, I'm by nature a non-confrontational person, but I want everybody to get along. And (laughs) so, um, you know, let's all, I don't like, yeah, let's just all sit, let's just all get along with each other and be at peace with each other. Is that good words of wisdom? That's great. (laughs) That is great. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, talking, and um, we'll see what happens next week. Okay. Good deal. Thanks, Scott. To hear more from Johnson Street Church of Christ, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or simply visit us at johnsonstreetchurch.org.